1: So badass, dude. We our country's the you could sing this Dale. We the
0: Happy birthday to the United States Marine Corps. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for your service. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the newest edition of the Punchless Bay podcast. It's your boy, Dale Lippin, in here with Trey Van Buskart. Bro, you, you you, look good, bro. You got some saucy duds on. What you got going there? What is that?
1: Oh, uh, dude, you lean, you lean in with
0: that? I know. It's, it's,
1: it's that butter blend right there you get from Allegiance Clothing, but this is a unique and special limited edition that you, sir – are also Donnie, and normally, oh, if I'm wearing the same shirt as another person, I quickly go to the closet and switch that out because I'm not about that life. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, you look
0: good, I look good. Let's spread the wealth in this thing. Thank you. You know what? It's weird about the shirt is you put it on, and you feel 33.7 percent more badass than you did before you put it on.
1: That is extremely accurate. My God.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just kind of how I'm feeling. Um, so yeah, it's. Last event we went 12 and 3. We completely just shit pumped the entire <laughs> it was just just brutalized that entire yeah. card. Uh, yeah. and we've got a good one this weekend too. Not as excited betting-wise, but it is a good one, all the same. And uh yeah, we're gonna get into it. But but first, before we do all that, we got a shout out, you know, don't forget who got you where you are. Shout out to show sponsor stay classy meets. They get they do we gave away a ton of stuff last week, a ton of stuff and admittedly this is a it's a big admittance we had two people that did not claim their stay classy prize it's shocking we gave away stuff last week and two people won and have yet to claim it's insane it's
1: like getting sent a stimulus check and being like not today not today
0: i just yeah i I don't understand it you know it's it's You know what? It is like that. I was going to try to do better, but no, that's exactly what it's like. You absolutely crushed it. Um, You know, and it's, I don't understand. We gave stuff away. People don't understand how hard it is to give things away. They really don't. Like I try to give away free hugs. Nobody wants those. And I understand, but I try to give away free meat and nobody wants, I I, I don't know. Two people didn't want it anyway, but go to state classy meats, use promo code fist, save 10% off your entire order. And get, you know, ranch table meat delivered directly to your door. The best stuff on earth. I can't wait for the people that did claim their prize to get the meat and then come back in here and just reaffirm what we've been saying this entire time. That's yeah. what I'm excited for. Oh, so, for
1: sure. For sure. But Outside of meat, though, and we talk about this every single week, and we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm, Guys, outside
1: mm-hmm. of putting the best meat inside your body, it's what you drape your body with. And you'll mm-hmm. see on the live stream today, Dale and I are rocking – Tombstone Taylor Johnson's last walkout tee for Bellator 250, and God, dude, I don't know if it's if it's just me because I think this graphic's so sick, but the butter blend, it's getting me hot and bothered. This thing is soft as shit.
0: Yeah. So he, here's the thing with here's what I can appreciate about uh, allegiance shirts, right? And this is mm-hmm. this is a real thing that maybe these other guys out there will, will resonate with. I don't know. Um, so I suffer from. Uh, I guess you would say constantly visible nipples, Mm -hmm. right? Like my nipples are constantly in a state of you can see them. Yeah. So I need a shirt that is breathable enough Mm -hmm. to keep me from being sweaty, but also thick enough that it doesn't look like I'm walking around like Jennifer Aniston and friends. Right. All the time in allegiance shirts, find that it's that fine line where like, I'm not walking around with my nipples out, but yet I can still breathe and I'm not sweating through my shirt. So if there's anybody out there like that, right? If I'm not alone in this world, if I'm not a unique little snowflake, uh, I just wanted you to know that Allegiance has got your back when it comes to these clothes, man.
1: Uh, it's crazy how much a shirt can actually exude. This shirt I feel like we're wearing right now is a <laughs> mixture of it looks sick as shit, but also if anyone sees me, they know just you're gonna get fucking roundhouse, dude.
0: That's why I said thirty-three point seven percent more badass when you wear an allegiance shirt. Anyway, all right, one last you guys pe- wait,
1: you guys can all be that percentage more badass just go to allegianceclothing.com, Oops. type in the code punch you're going to get 15 percent off site wide AllegianceClothing.com. utilize the code punch
0: yeah i almost buried it we didn't even get a chance to talk about it I'm just, <laughs> i just I'm so, so fired just up thinking about, about your
1: hard nips dude it's all I've, good see get now, into now, it, dude.
0: Now, now you're talking about my nips you're gonna make me sit like this because now mm-hmm. i don't know what to do with myself I'm not sure what to do with my hands <laughs> so not sure what to do with my hands all right so anyway last card uh we absolutely crushed what are you drinking tonight, by the way? I've got
1: a little bit of campfire whiskey because we're on fire, and the yeah. only way I can do is drink some campfire.
0: Yeah, 12-3 and three last week. Glover Teixeira uh, shocked the world for the people who didn't understand what we were getting ready to <laughs> see. Glover Teixeira comes in, does what he's supposed to do, weathers the storm, and gets Tiago Santos out of there. I told you all before, you don't come back from that. You don't come back from it. It's just – Hats off to Tiago for getting in the cage, but that's rough to come back from. Been there, done that. Didn't want to get in a fistfight after I did it. Still don't want to get in a fistfight with it now. Yeah, that's it's rough.
1: Well, call call it what you want. Um, definitely it was mentality going into that. The way that he didn't shrimp, he didn't move. He literally clearly just conceded to the takedown, didn't do anything, held tight. He was 1,000% worried. You called it. I didn't. Um, I thought he could go overcome that barrier, but... You know, to injuries, their own you knew what was
0: up, and another old man representing for all old men nation or worldwide, Andre Orlovsky going out there using veteran savvy and getting the win over the prospect in Tanner Boser. We said it, it's too much, it's too soon. Tanner's not ready. Andre Arlovsky has, has it, this innate ability to make you fight his ugly, wretched, terrible fight. And a guy like Tanner Boser, who just does not have the veteran experience to switch up and change course mid-fight, taking that L, my man. You know, uh, an otherwise stellar 2020 is going to end with a little bit of a sour note there, thanks to Andre Arlovsky. So any any other notes on last week's card?
1: That was it. Um, I know a lot of people actually thought that that was a little bit of a controversial decision. Actually, I will say, well, I will say that was the first time I actually believed in the judges. They don't normally utilize significant strikes to, Mm -hmm. you know, overweigh that of output. Tanner Mm -hmm. Bozer, had that outside leg kick, he was working that. So if you look at actually significant strikes done, you got to weigh it to Tanner Bozer. I think the damage done go to Arlovsky. I liked the decision, but I know a lot of people were heated.
0: Okay. I'd like to, I'd like to bring something into play this episode before we, I got to do the armchair read here in a second, but before we do that, I want to bring in an idea here. All right. Mm. Now, admittedly, I don't have an adult beverage, so I'm not going to play along tonight, but I will play along next week, but you do have an adult beverage. And we know that most of the people that listen to the show or watch have adult beverages. So I'd like to institute the punchless MMA drinking game.
1: Oh God, this is, someone's going to die.
0: No, no, no. Well, maybe. And if they do, it's completely on you. Okay. Got it. So anytime that you say the words erosion. Oh, God. Or holistically. Oh. Okay. Or you mispronounce a name. Like someone's for sure dead. This is it. Dude. You have to take a drink.
1: Oh, my God, dude.
0: Now, on the flip side of that, anytime I say, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Or Or be good to yourself. Or be be good to each other. You have to take a drink. And anytime I refer to the prelims as the main card and the main card as the main event, which is something I do every single episode, take a drink. Okay?
1: Wow, dude. I feel like we're going to see an erosion of (laughs) our subscriptions because people are going to die. But that's fair.
0: Well, if you look at the whole thing holistically, I think we'll come (laughs) up.
1: (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, be good to yourself. Let's get into this call. All right,
0: so starting right now, <laughs> go ahead and, and do exactly that. All right, so uh. <laughs> football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to make it to a game this year, but you can still get in on the action at bet online. Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to bet online today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your sports book experts use code armchair. All right. Uh, And all of our lines that we're giving this week will be, Exactly from Bet uh, Online. So, keeping things going in the right direction. Close. <laughs> I almost Listen, it'll, next week, whenever <laughs> I've got beers in me, it'll change. All right. Do you? We want to start at the top and go to the bottom. Or we go to the bottom and we go to the top. What do you want to do this week?
1: Kind of like going back to old school math. Let's start at the bottom of the main card and then revert back to prelims.
0: Okay. Awesome first first fight on the main card. Kay Hansen taking on Corey McKenna. Kay Hansen minus two twenty. Corey McKenna at plus one eighty. Over under on rounds is a two and a half. Kay Hansen's at seven and three. Corey McKenna at five and one. Like I said, Corey McKenna uh, feel like has more hype behind her than Kay Hansen, but is coming in as an underdog here at the plus one eighty. We all know women's MMA. A little bit of a coin flip. Um, this fight or this card. There you go. Take a drink. Um, this. <laughs> This card is primarily – it's a pretty female or women's MMA heavy card, a lot heavier than what we've seen lately. So, uh, yeah, what, I mean, what are you thinking here? You're the you're the whisperer of all things women's MMA. What do we think here?
1: This one's a little tough, man. There might be a little bias. As we know, Corey McKenna fights out of Team Alpha Male. I also love her nickname in Corey Poppins. That's
0: yeah, it's good. It's good.
1: It's good. It's good. Kay Hanson though, she looked, she looked great. If we go back to the Genu Frey fight, um, Frey, as we saw in the last fight, um, she's a really heavy, big muscular chick. And when you Mm -hmm. look at someone like Corey McKenna, she's very fragile. She's a delicate little flower, but she's got some pop. She's Mm -hmm. got some good flying knees. She's got, she's got great dynamic footwork. Um, She's small, but she's light on her feet and she's able to scramble really well. I think when you look at someone like Kay Hansen, who's going to actually come into this fight much heavier, much bigger, she's Mm. going to look to clinch up. But I think the scrambles are going to be able to get Corey out of there. And I think she is someone that comes in with a lot of cardio. That output's going to be good. Obviously, women's MMA always fair for the over, hence why it's set at two and a half. But I can see the Poppins flying up and getting this thing done.
0: I'm confused as to where, and I, you know, you know me. I'm big. I'm big on just letting you. You're a peacock. Uh, you're big. I, it's got to let you fly. But I, I, I had to. I had to double check. I've never heard Corey McKenna be called Poppins. I thought she was the Hobbit.
1: Oh no, I think well, maybe that's just an alpha male thing, but they call her Corey Poppins, dude.
0: Okay, All maybe right. that's just
1: an alpha male extra nickname thing. Does this
0: count as an, another name you're messing up?
1: No, 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 dude. It's an alpha male thing. I'm not going to fuck those things up.
0: Okay. All right. I think I'm, I'm just saying I'm. Now we're fact checking. All right. I'm not fact <laughs>
1: checking. I'm not
0: fact checking. fact checking. I'm not, I'm not fact checking. You're okay. absolutely right. You, you, I, I completely listen all things of women's MMA. I, I just, I digress to you. I trust your opinion <laughs> yeah. here. Are we going with Kay Hansen?
1: No, we're going with Corey Poppins, dude.
0: Can we go inside the distance, though?
1: No, absolutely not. I don't like Corey. I don't think she can actually get it done inside the distance. I like the output she's going to think. I think she's going to outpoint the crap out of her. Um, Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. You can
1: give your two cents on this one as well. I'm just saying I, that. I
0: honestly don't. I mean, listen, Kay Hansen's the chick that that that, that random Vegas better put 23 grand on her to win um by submission. And she ended up hitting by submission. And then she met the guy in the airport on her way out oh, yeah. after a UFC debut. She is a 10th planet Jiu-Jitsu whiz. I don't mm. understand why you're not all over this chick and why you're not all over to win by sub. I feel like that's the play. Mm. Um, but I uh, admittedly, I don't know much about Corey McKenna at all. Uh, I wouldn't even be able to tell you, um, you know, where she even trains at. So I, I you know, again, go ahead.
1: I will, No, I will say this also about Corey McKenna. Go back to the fight that actually got her into this fight in the Contender Series, which is, you know, nicely donned behind you. She fought uh, Vanessa, this doesn't count for the drinking game, but Demonopolis.
0: Oh, yeah, you definitely have to drink to that.
1: Yeah, well, she's I I know her well because she trains in San Diego and she's an absolute killer. The chick's so durable, LFA champion. Um, she's heading into that Dana White Contender Series fight, and Corey picked her apart. Okay. Um, so I, I I I like it.
0: Okay, I think actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, Vanessa just lost her belt too. She got beat she up again. Yeah. yeah,
1: she came out Scarface.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did got she got pieced up. All right, Eric Anders, your boy, thirteen and five taken on. Antonio Arroyo at nine and three. Um, Eric Anders minus thirty five, minus one thirty five. Arroyo plus one hundred five. Under over under rounds is at two and a half. Here, here's the thing. I, if I'm not mistaken, th- this is the return to middleweight for Eric Anders. He's done with the light heavyweight thing for a yeah. while. He's going to try to come back down to one eighty five. Um, I continually bet on Eric Anders, and I continue to lose money. I have not made money on Eric Anders since Tim Williams. Um, I, it's really hard for somebody to sell me on Eric Anders at this point. I need to see him win again before I can I feel really confident in him. So, at plus money with Arroyo at 105, I might take that, but I might just play the under two and a half, knowing that both of these guys are going to go for the finish. Um, you know, Eric Anders has a suspect cardio tank or, you know, cardio. Uh, his gas tank has always been an issue for him. Maybe he'll be in better shape at 205. Maybe the weight cut will be harder for him. It's been a while since he's been here. I I really don't know what to expect out of Eric Anders here. He's also training with Walt Harris, and we just saw Walt Harris take that big L2, and I'm real big on team momentum, and the boys out of Alabama have not been winning shit lately. So I am concerned if I'm on the side of betting for Eric Anders. I'm probably leaning Antonio Arroyo. More so leaning the under two and a half year, not loving any of it, but leaning it.
1: Yeah, I think um is definitely gonna come in the more technical striker. Mm-hmm. Eric Honors with that is it Anders or Honors? I'm gonna it's say Anders,
0: Anders. take a yeah,
1: damn it. Um, okay. Well, Anders is gonna come into this fight and he has the more raw power. That's that football strength, that's that grab that leather and go. Eric is a guy that's not gonna. Like you said, he's not going to come in with a good gas tank, but he is going to come in the more athletic fighter in the first round, round and a half. I think when you look at Arroyo, you have to look that he's going to be the more technical striker. He's going to be able to you know, remove himself from getting in those firefights and that raw power. I think a lot of people like yourself are very jaded as to Eric when he mm. was in 205. You know, Tiago Santos retires him in round three. He loses a unanimous decision to Cleo Roundtree. He fought killers up at 205. Coming back down to middleweight, this is the place. This is, it was kind of like the mismanagement. We talk about Leon Edwards all the time. Leon Edwards is the worst, most mismanaged fighter on the planet. Eric Honors, for him to go up there, stay there for a minute, and then come back down, whoa. What are we, what, are, why am I drinking again?
0: You said Anders again.
1: Oh, dude, I'm not going to, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eric, Eric A. is is definitely going to come in more athletic, but I think as it gets in the later rounds, Arroyo is going to take over this fight and win via decision. God, dude, I'll, I'll take another drink.
0: There you go. There you go. of boy. of boy. And prelims are going to get ugly. Prelims are going to get ugly. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Julian Marquez at seven and two, taking on sopperbeck Safarov at nine and three. Marquez making that long-awaited return, man. Golly, yeah. this guy's been out for a grip. Minus three hundred, taking on Safarov plus two forty. Over/under on rounds is at one and a half. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What do you what do you expect if anything at all from a guy that hasn't fought? And dude, it's got to be damn near three years, two years, two and a half. July
1: two thousand eighteen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we're talking about a long time. So, what do we expect here? I mean, I I will say, you know, statistically, it seems like these guys that we've been expecting and these guys and girls that we've been expecting to see ring rust in, has it has not come to be lately. It has been a lot of people coming through and proving betters like you and I wrong. I will say that I don't think minus 300 is pretty damn steep. Safarov is no slouch. Um is Marquez the animal that he was before he got hurt? I, I really – I don't know. He's been sitting, spending a lot of time with Kendra Lust on that Beauty and the Beast podcast. So maybe my man's testosterone is all pumped up. You know what I'm saying? He's feeling pretty good, feeling strong, strong like bull. I don't know, man. Uh, minus 300, that seems like a parlay spoiler to me. Um, That's what that seems like. That seems like the guy that everybody – is going to throw in their parlay that has the potential to really lose a fight. I don't think this is a big gimme. Um, I don't think this is that big of a gimme of a fight. I don't really like playing Marquez here. I don't know what to expect to go on an over-under. This is probably a pretty avoidable fight, all things considered, unless you're really feeling a certain type of way about Safarov or you want to be so bold as to put Marquez in a parlay. What do you think?
1: yeah i think when you said the whole testosterone comment that's exactly it i think there was a lot of hype behind marquez back um you know when he came out of dana white contender series and he what wheel kicked phil hawes out of there and by murder um he was a bit of a show showboatist you could say he was a guy that likes to do you know spinning back fist you know wheel kicks all that type of stuff what well, the problem with that is you deplete the cardio tank pretty quickly saffron on the other hand he's eight zero for a reason Um, uh, you know he has um i know he has a couple losses i saw sorry, sorry to john volante and he's
0: not he's not in three nine and three
1: nine and three okay gotcha. so still still a reputable record but he's just not that good of an athlete when you compare apples to apples marquez is going to be someone that's going to be way more dynamic way better on his feet and someone that can hit you without surprise attack safarov he can he can game plan a little bit and he can grapple, you know, when he gets behind the eight ball and scramble a little bit. But I think someone that's had this bad of a layoff, you talk about Ringlers, like you said, I just think that the surprise attacks this guy has, he has way more in his technical arsenal than Safarov does. There's a reason the line set at, you know, minus 300 right now for Marquez. He he is scary with a layoff, but I'm I'm gonna lean that way.
0: Yeah, my thing with Safarov is I think he loses to UFC level competition. Um, I'm not even going to attempt a tray and pronounce what the guy, the guy who Neg- Negamarano, Morano, whatever it was, his one win in the UFC. It was not. That's not UFC caliber co- competition. Right. Everybody that Safarov's face that is a legitimate UFC-level talent has beaten him. And I think Marquez is. And Marquez should win this fight. But golly, I don't know about minus 300, man. A line That's like scary. that scares me on a guy that hasn't fought in two-plus years. So um, all that to say, I believe the Sean strickland, strickland Brendan Allen fight is the featured prelim. Correct? Okay. I, as far as I know... With with the updated bout order, that's gonna okay. be the featured prelim. So I'm going to say that this next fight is the co-main, knowing full well I may be wrong. But Abdul Razak Al Hassan at 10 and 2, taking on Chaos Williams at 10 and 1. Uh Al Hassan at minus 235, Williams at plus 195 over under on rounds is at one and a half. Al Hassan's got about a good Five minutes to get you out of there, man. And after that, it's your fight to win. Can Chaos Williams withstand the storm and get him out of there?
1: Uh, yeah. I love that guy's name, dude. You know his name's not really Chaos, right? What is it? It's like
0: it's Ooh, like Kaleel, it. or what? Keeley. No, no, pronounce it for me.
1: I think it's Keeley. Keeley? Keeley.
0: You just want to go ahead and take a drink for that?
1: Yeah. I'm just going to drink that one.
0: Oh, that's, that's a good one. There you go. All
1: right. Well with <laughs> chaos, that's exactly what he is. He's coming there. He's ready to bang Alisson. You know, he's got far more UFC experience, you know, it dates back to 2016. Um, when people look at him though, he was like a sneaky contender in that welterweight division for a while, but after UFC 228 um, was win over Nico price, what happened to the dude riddled with injuries? Didn't really see where he went. Chaos, on the other hand, you know, we just don't have much data to back against him. We do know that in his last fight, he actually came to freaking bang. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he he murdered, he murdered Alex Moreno in like 17 seconds, but that's all we have. I think this is going to be a stand and trade. you got a guy that's got a long layoff. You've got a guy that's uber aggressive. I like inside the distance without a doubt, but I bet you there's no value on that whatsoever, hence why it's set at one and a half. Um, I'm going to go with Chaos because I think just Kaleen. Kaleen, see dude i knew it was like something there you were close okay. you
0: were very close you're very close i will concede you were very close
1: okay well i think with the layoff i'm, I'm a little bit shocked that Al Hassan's at uh minus 235 i think that's way too steep i'd sprinkle a little bit on chaos here i think anything can happen in this fight an uber aggressive long layoff i mean it seems like a perfect perfect mixture there
0: yeah i mean so uh gosh now now you've got me questioning my names uh al hassan you know coming off that loss from to Munir Um what was that, just pro- just a few short months ago, um, okay. where Lazez weathered the storm and just proceeded to piece him up over the next two rounds. Um, in a fight like this, I, I would tend to lean the over at one and a half because I don't necessarily know that Chaos is going to be bringing that much offense back for the first five minutes, so much as he is just trying to withstand the storm. Um, and then you also run the risk of Al Hassan being slightly gun shy based on the fact that he completely blew his gas tank in the first three minutes of the last fight. So he may come out and attempt to be more disciplined. I'd hate to tell people to hammer the under here. And then we come out and he just tries to Derek Brunson us where he just stands there and doesn't do anything because he wants to conserve his gas tank. That concerns me. So, I'm actually sort of leaning the over here, knowing full well that realistically in an uh, Abdul Razak, Al Hassan fight, that's usually an absolutely idiotic play here. But in a world where I'm trying to stand out, right, you know, I'm, (laughs) I'm trying to be the rose that grew from concrete here. I'm going to take the over one and a half here and see what happens.
1: I actually really really like that. I I made a little notation that I'm gonna put chaos in second round TKO. So okay. it's both best of both worlds right there.
0: Perfect. We'll, we'll we'll keep it rocking. All right, main event of the evening, not the main event we wanted, but the main event we deserve. Paul Felder, 17 and five, taking on RDA himself, Rafael dos Anjos, or Dos Nachos, depending if you're a big Colby fan. 29 and 13. Paul Felder coming in short notice plus one fifty five dog minus one eighty five for Dos Andios. over under and rounds is a four and a half. Two things I love in this fight tray. Mm. I love RDA. Okay. And I love the under.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: Do you want me to elaborate, or do you want to go ahead and?
1: No, I, I want to hear this. I thought you were going to talk about Paul Felder's. Uh, med Flanders mustache or cool. Rafael dos Anios's is super, super sketchy, disgusting mustache. But well, no, you first chose of you all, chose the under.
0: yeah, both men rock the mustache. Uh, both, men. Yeah, both mustachioed men, november supporters, appreciate that. Be sure to get your testicles checked out, men. um You know, just give me a feel while you're in the shower. You'll be good to go. All right. Anyway, all that to say, um <clears throat> we were talking about nuts and I got distracted. Oh, yes. Rafael Dos Anjos is going to be able to – he has the blueprint on how to beat Paul Felder. Paul, is this fight taking place at 155 or 170? Have we we heard? No, it's at
1: 155, and it was a really, really – it's going to be an insanely brutal cut for Paul, who's right now, as of – I think it was this morning or last night, he's in about one mid-70s right now.
0: Okay, so he's going to try to get the 155. Rumor is that he was training for a triathlon in March. Yeah. Um, Sure, I was too march you're nowhere near (laughs) that that doesn't count no (laughs) that that, that does not that's not equating to anything here
1: bro i've got like five ironmans slated for 2022
0: 2022 is going to be a big year for me i'm gonna i'm 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 prepping now yeah Um, yeah, i'm not buying the triathlon paul felder thing it's just it does nothing for me i really think that RDA is not going to risk this. This is a great opportunity for him to come back to 155, get a win over a ranked opponent, put himself right back in the hunt of what could be a wide-open division. RDA versus Mike Chandler was a fight that made a lot of sense. I really, you know, if you check the comments, I was trying. Drew Dober's fight got pulled. I was really thinking RDA versus Drew Dober would have been a better At 155, but this is an opportunity for a guy like RDA to come back down to 155, get a win over a quality ranked opponent, put himself right in the mix with every other top five guy at lightweight. You know, it it, this this Paul Felder is tailor made to be beaten by RDA. It really Paul Felder does not have the output, he fights in bursts, um, you know, two three punch combos. He's he's not good when he's pressed against the fence, his wrestling is not great. His submission defense is non-existent. Mm-hmm. I like RDA. I like RDA by sub. I like under. I like under four and a half. I love all of those things. These are three of my favorite things. I' telling you, are not just how I feel about this fight, bro. RDA sub and under four and a half.
1: Ah, dude, Felder has a chance, though.
0: He, has a, he chance. has a chance. He's an elite fighter. Of course, he has a chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you look at a guy that's had wins over like Edson Barbosa and Charles Oliveira, I mean, he's fought the best of the best. I think, you know, five-day notice from get to the 170 back down to 155, that's a tall, tall feat. I think also when you look at Felder with that very traditional kind of martial arts, taekwondo, karate style, and, you know, as of recently, has evolved even more and more into a kickboxing style. It it suits, uh, you know, when you look at RDA, RDA used to be a, a gnarly grappler. He doesn't grapple anymore, though. He's not a grappler.
0: He doesn't need him to.
1: He lo- he fell in love with his hands. I hate fighters that fall in love with their hands when they have a substantial foundation or base. And that's what RDA had. If he comes into this fight and goes back to his foundation, 100% he can win this fight. If he stands and trades with Felder, I don't think he could really overtake Felder. Felder is one of the most durable fighters we've ever seen. We saw that in the hooker fight. We've seen that pretty much in any fight. That's why the Irish dragon comes out and he looks like freaking mauled. Mm. The guy is so durable. He's not going to go down four and a half is set there specifically because Felder will literally die in the octagon before he taps. Well, he's going to die then. Well, I think RDA is going to have to ramp up his cardio, even though he's been training for this. He's got to you know, shoot in, stand up. He's got to exhaust Felder right off the bat. I think RDA is absolutely going to win this fight, but Felder has a chance if it stays on the feet, he can utilize his much more rangier length and distance.
0: Keep he this has, thing from distance. He has to knock him out. He's not going to outpoint him. I, I, he doesn't. He doesn't have enough output. So, mm. a, a lot of the things with these fighters is you have to look at the output. He's not going to. He does not punch enough without a willing participant. So, like the comment section saying, Felder beat Hooker. changed my mind. True. I, I, I agree with you. I, I I think that Paul Felder did beat Dan Hooker. Yeah. But here's the thing: is that Dan Hooker is a willing opponent. Dan Hooker will walk forward and engage you. RDA is not going to do that. He's going to slip. He's going to rip. He's going to cut angles. He's going to shoot. He's going to constantly keep you guessing. And the other thing is, too, is this is going to be a Daniel Cormier versus Anderson Silva style fight. RDA knows the way in which Paul Felder can beat him, and that is with the hands. That is with the hands engaging. It doesn't matter how much RDA has loved his hands. He's not going to do that. He's going to make this. I I fully anticipate this being a boring fight, to be honest with you. I really think he's going to drag him. He's going to make him carry the weight. He's going to try to wrestle him like crazy. He's going to make Paul pay, for lack of a better way to put it, to be all alliterative on it. He's going to make Paul pay for having to cut that much weight on such short notice. I really, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Paul Felder beats him and shocks the world. Dude, I, fuck! I got no idea. It's two grown men playing punch face in a cage for money. I, I mean, really, anything can happen. Paul Felder can win this fight. I just really think RDA is tailor made to beat him.
1: Yeah, and you have a full camp behind you. There's and no he's got reason a full he camp
0: this camp behind him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The only thing I'm worried about. Well, both of them are old, so even that doesn't matter. They're both. When I say old, they're the same age as me. They're both 35, 36, 37 years old. I wouldn't want to be fighting for 25 minutes, but anyway. <laughs> I digress. First fight on the prelims. Don't tell me, is at seven and four taking on a, is it is it rock or rocky? Let's go with it. Let's I'm this is this is not punishable by drink. Is uh, it rock or rocky?
1: Roque. No, it's not roque. Okay. Uh, it's, not, it's not a French uh, chocolate. Maybe.
0: Let's go Rocky. <laughs> Let's go Rocky. Okay. I think Rocky sounds cooler anyway. Plus 180 over rounds is at one and a half. I think we're both just in agreement that we think Mays is gonna get it done here.
1: Yeah. I think Mays has fought the better competition, if you can say that. They're both coming off losses. Rocky, though, he's a fat fucking dude. He's not fat. He's portly. Uh, poor He's he's wide angle.
0: He's got he's got a he's gonna he's hard to tackle. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah. You could say it's that
0: to, he's tough to kidnap
1: <laughs> maze is more athletic. He seems to hit a little bit harder. I think he's going to definitely come in better shape than this portly man.
0: Mm-hmm. I Martinez, think that, Martinez has great balance.
1: <laughs> well, he's like Sonic the Hedgehog type balance where he just rolls. I mean, maybe no. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to take uh maze on this. I think uh, he gets it done. I think he gets it done inside the distance. I don't like one and a half, um, but I say I, he'll get it done.
0: Okay. I think the I think I think the telling stat here is 6-6 six, six versus 5-10. That's mm. what that's 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 the one that really stands out to me. 6-6 5-10. <laughs> six, six, I I don't know. I'm just yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. What do I know? All right. Gerald, Geraldo De Fritas at 12 and 5 taking on Tony Gravely at 19 and 6. DeFritis at plus 130 Gravely coming in as the Favorite here at minus 160 over under on rounds is at two and a half. Do we like Geraldo or do we like Tony?
1: Dude, this is a tough one because free tests, um, he is a grappler and he is a jiu jitsu guy. The thing is with Tony Gravely, Tony Gravely actually has really good jiu jitsu too. Now, a lot of people think he doesn't. Because when you go back to uh, his Dana White contender series, he gets submitted by uh, Brett Johns. But he is good at jiu-jitsu. He knows what he's doing on the ground. So I don't think that Freitas is exponentially better than him on the ground. This one I have been going back and back and forth with. Um, I think that Gravely has the ability to stop the takedowns. Um, he is going to be a little bit better on the feet. But people want to put the weight in Freitas getting this thing to the ground I just think, uh, man, I'm, I'm gonna go with Fritas because you know me with my jiu-jitsu guys. And if in fact his jiu-jitsu is what everyone's talking about, I'm gonna stay there. But Tony Gravely, don't sleep on the guy. He's got good jiu-jitsu, and definitely he's got the better hands. Hence why he's put at one, uh, minus one sixty right now.
0: Okay, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think Fritas, um, I think Fritas is a live dog here at plus one thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think he can win this fight. Tony Gravely to me looks like a like a villain from a Bond movie. Um, mm-hmm. He is scary, especially. I mean,
1: a Jaws or Penguin? What do you think? What are you
0: thinking? No, I don't know. I I wouldn't be. No, Jaws or Penguin? Wait, what? Those are did, Bond guys, right? Did you just mix Batman and James Bond? <laughs> Tell me those guys are not.
1: They're. I thought they're both.
0: So Jaws is. Yeah. That's that's double o seven. Okay, check mark. But, but the Penguin. That's a that's a that's a Batman that's, thing. That's a that's a Batman thing. Okay. Wow. Well. Nerd. 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 <laughs> okay. We're just I'm just gonna sometimes I gotta let these simmer for a second because I, 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 I don't know any. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. I'll go with I'll go with Gravely here, but I do believe that Fritis is alive plus one thirty, not bad. All right, Ronda Marcos at 10, 9, and one, stepping in short notice, taking on Kanako Morato. Marata? Maratto. Morata. Marata. Morata. Mor- Morata. Marata, yeah. Marco said on plus 140 versus Marata at minus 170. Over under rounds is at two and a half. Here's my thing about my girl Randa, right? And it's the Randa, not Rhonda. Over on here. Okay, first of all. First of all, inside bet here for everybody listening and watching. Over under on times that they mention that she is from Iran. I'm gonna set it at one and a half. One and a half. Okay, just throwing that out there. Okay, just that's, that's a little insider bet for everybody. There was no big—I mean—to build that up, but that's what—that's well, just something I notice. Anik loves saying that she's from Iran. He loves it. He absolutely what, loves it.
1: What benefit does that give anyone?
0: It, it's just one of those facts that he holds on to, and he just says it over and over again. It's like the Blagoy Ivanov thing when they talk about the fact that he was stabbed, or Court McGee when he talks about uh, being substance
1: a, abuse. Yeah, yeah,
0: about substance abuse. It's literally. They work it into everything. Like by the time you watch a court, by the time you're done watching a Court McGee fight, you've heard seven times that that guy used to be an addict. (laughs) Lagoi Ivanov, you know that he was stabbed in the chest and they missed his his artery by you know three centimeters, bro. You know because they say it eleven times. John Anik, for whatever reason, I'm not saying it's a perverted thing. I would never say that, but for whatever reason, has a thing with Random Marcos where he says where she's from multiple times a fight. Multiple times.
1: It's not even interesting. I don't it's, get it. And
0: i again, I don't. Well, it's it, wh- where he see this is where he does it, and we're getting off track here. When to br- bring this train back on the rails, here is okay. that he says that she's from Iran. She flew. She had to flee the country with her dad when she was a, bo- when, a boy. No, when she was a girl, oh. and she trains at Tristar. So that's the bi- that's the story he tells ah. it. He's got to tell it. He has a to tell it. a Little so,
1: heartstring, dude.
0: I guess. I mean, he's doing s- little heartstring. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> anyway, because we're completely off the rockers here. Random Marcos plus 140. She's a lot. I I actually like Random Marcos. If she shows up to fight because she's a head case. If she shows up to fight, she does dirty, ugly, gritty wrestling that most chicks just really can't equate to she's got a good car she's got a good gas tank and she's able to wrestle better than most women in the yes. sport so yes. if she shows up and her head's in the game and she's and she wrestles she can win now that being said i'm going to be completely honest with you here. i know nothing about kanaka or Kanako, I, I know nothing. I have I didn't even do the work today to, to learn how to say her name correctly, which I normally <laughs> do. I just did not have time, and I didn't care enough to do so. So maybe maybe this line is absolutely correct. I see random Marcos. I see plus one forty. I see women's MMA, and I think eh, that might be worth some of my money. But that's me.
1: Oh, the only thing you need to know is that she's the reigning Invicta strawweight champion, and I think that's why
0: I do know who this woman is now. Thank you. Okay, uh, never mind. I do know I, I do know who she is. Thank you.
1: So I think the big issue with it, it's not that she's the reigning strawweight champion in Invicta because of her striking. It's more so because of her grappling. She is a grappling chick. That's what she does. So when you look at random Marcos, who is loves to get things to the ground and is, is good with her wrestling, when you're being met with someone who's a strawweight champion in another promotion, that's a grappling expert that makes it a little bit tough. I think random Marcos with her inconsistencies in regards to her career, she's never really met her potential that she needs to be. I like that. She's been fairly active as of recently. I don't like, um, this fight for her. Um, I think the line is actually really fairly set. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Murata. Um, I'm going to go with the believers, uh, that this is someone that could make a dent in this division. Um, but you know, random Marcos, I mean, she's she's a dog for sure.
0: I just don't, I, So, my thing with, with Marcos, and I think what you know, what a lot of people give her flack for, she's got a salty record. I mean, Mackenzie Dern lost, yes. Amanda Hebas lost, Claudia Gadelia lost, Nina Ansarov lost, Grosso, Casey, Cola Kiewicz. I mean, she's lost to the who's who in women's MMA. Rose Nama Yunus, I, I mean, she, I mean, yeah, I understand she's 10 and nine. But she's got a, I mean, she has only fought, as far as women are concerned, killers, man. So I 10 and 9 is a bad record. It's really salty, but it's not, it's, it's women's MMA, man. It's not like men's professional boxing. You could, women's MMA, you can have 20 daggum losses and still be a champion, dude. I don't, uh, yeah, you I gotta just, sure. just put three fights together and you can be a champ. Um, yeah. so anyway, keeping it moving. Um, <laughs> lewis at oh dude i just like keeping it moving
1: uh, i feel like this game not you, you say that but then you kind of look at me like i need a drink for you
0: no you don't, have to drink, you don't do it you I'll don't have to do it. it for me i'll drink my water but i mean
1: oh i mean no you just, i feel like you're fucking up on purpose and then kind of be like i'm not that's
0: literally the very first time i've i've we've been the people playing along have been drinking to you all night hey dude i'm just
1: saying i love this game
0: all right. Well, next week I will have my Jameson. Shout out Jameson because I drink it and they don't pay me for it. Um, <laughs> I'll have my Jameson and we'll, we'll make amends. We'll make things right. But we do have a lot of prelims to cover. We need to pick things up a bit. Okay, let's go. Uh, Louis Smolka at 17 and 6. Jose Quinonez at 8 and 4. Smolka minus 135. Quinonez at plus 105. Over under on rounds at 2.5. I like Smolka here. And I like him to get it done inside the distance. Quinonez is not – one for finishing fights, whether he knocks somebody out or he gets finished. He's just not really particularly great at seeing the judges. So I like Smolka. I kind of like the under or or not necessarily under two and a half, but maybe inside the distance play here. Um, Full disclosure, when we put out our card on Instagram this weekend, there won't be that much on it because there's not a whole lot on this card that you and I like from a betting perspective. But uh, you guys want us to say who we think is going to win and who we think is going to lose. I think that Smoke is going to win this fight. I don't love it enough to bet on it, to be honest with you.
1: Now, another person in Jose who, um who is tainted by his past, gets freaking rocked by Sean O'Malley, put up as much weight as you want in that. Um, Louis Smoke, though, is a guy that he just doesn't have really good defense, but neither does Jose Caniones. These are both guys that have output there. This is who's going to really start the fight in uh like gear five right away. Who's gonna come out faster out the gate is gonna win this fight. And I think Lewis is a guy that is a little bit more comfortable on the ground. I, I like smoke in this fight. Um, I just don't see um Keone's, you know covering up too much. He's just he's de- his defense is so poor.
0: Very poor. Good mustache, though. Great mustache.
1: Mustachio men.
0: Mustachio men. All right. Alex Morono at 17 and 6. Reese McKee at 10, 3, and 1. Morono minus 190. McKee at plus 155. Oh, runner-around run, is at two and a half. and what, what How are you feeling about this, man? Uh,
1: this, is, this is another guy. I just talked about O'Malley with Jose Quinone. as You talk about Hazmat Shemayev and Ryze Key. This is the same thing. This is a guy that's tainted by his past. People are gonna remember him of that. I will say about this about McKee. I know we had people texting us today saying, like, oh dude, should I put my life savings on, on McKee? I love McKee. I love McKee. This guy, I'm gonna say it right now. He's a flop. McKee's this guy a flop? Is, you're you're, you're not putting him in the dirt movie. already. I'm already putting him in the dirt. He is being touted based on whether his geographical location or whatever it is. He is trying to be the next like prospect in like a Nathaniel Wood. No, this mm. guy is not good. He's Mm. just not good. Mm. I think that when you look at like fellow like Brit stars and stuff like that, there's whenever you get a British fighter who's got either a cool name or cool fucking tattoo, they get this huge marketing push behind them. Rise is 25, dude. He's not that good. They need to build him up. And I think taking on Alex Moreno, who I actually think is a decently consistent fighter, Moreno's going to win this thing. He's going to win it by decision. I, I think this is another tall task for him. You know, he's being thrown to the woods. You get freaking Hazmat first and you get Moreno second. I'm not putting them on the same level, but this is too much too soon. Okay. Okay. Rise. Okay. So I'm going to say.
0: Sure, man. So who, who are you going with it? I'm
1: going with Moreno, dude. This okay.
0: Is- I think it's Moreno, <laughs> but okay.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. God, Every,
0: listen, that's, I'm just sitting here because one, you said everybody's name different each time you said it. And then two, I have no idea what McKee did to you in a past life. that has got you just you just went in on this dude. Yeah. And I had no I had no context. I, are we supposed to not like this guy? No, you know, you know, me, I, I'm ride or die. You tell me we don't like somebody. We're going after him. I mean, you want to go all in on McKee? You don't want to like start making memes and stuff? I mean, what do you want to do? I don't like him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You just want to leave it at that? We just don't like them. Super
1: stick. I don't know what it is, but I don't like them. All
0: right. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Next fight on the prelim (laughs) card Miranda Granger at seven and one versus Ashley Yoder with another salty record at seven and six. Granger minus 135. Ashley Yoder plus 105. uh, Over under is at two and a half. Trey. A lot of people think Yoder um, has been getting a short end of the stick from the judges lately, man. I think, uh, you know, us included. My problem with Ashley Yoder, though, is that she doesn't give the judges enough to judge. She's got low output, and Miranda Granger does not have that problem. I don't necessarily know that this is a great fight for Ashley Yoder if it stays standing. I think she's got to get this to the ground if she wants to win because she does not have the output to go tit for tat with Miranda Granger.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think uh, Yoder. When you look at her past, she's fought. You call her murders Row. We just talked about Random Marcos. She fought man Random Marcos, Mackenzie Dern, Angela Hill. She's fought everyone under the sun. Which would you would think? Okay, Yoder actually should probably be the favorite here, just based on experience alone. But Granger's Granger's legit. Um, she's she's a tall, tall straw weight. She's 5'7". And the funny thing is if you look at her past, she fights people that are like five one, five two. 5'2". She's finally fighting someone in Ashley Yoder who's relatively the same age. From a striking perspective, that's going to just do wonders for her. She actually gets to train with people relatively the same height. She's going to have the right output and, the, and to, to put it on point. I think Miranda Granger is going to uh, deal with someone in Ashley Yoder much better than she has in people in her past. You look at the Hannah Goldie fight when she actually first came in. Mm. Granger took someone like Hannah Goldie who's freaking, you know, she when she comes in as a strawweight, she's freaking thick. <laughs> I think that Miranda Granger is someone that can wrestle heavy. She's got that output. This is why it's set at 135. Ashley Yoder, I feel bad. This is another loss on the record for her.
0: What's Hannah Goldie
1: She's thick. Triple C, dude. like a...
0: She's like a- Oatmeal with very minimal water in it. This is no water, dude. No water. <laughs> God, there's a
1: drop of syrup yeah. in it, maybe.
0: <laughs> so, where I think this fight is actually going to end closer to a pick 'em. I think money will come in on Yoder. I don't see the line going wider towards Granger. I think it'll actually tighten up. I think this will be a pick 'em come fight night. You got any? Who are we going? Here? Who are you leaning towards, Granger?
1: I'm going Granger, but this is a this is a coin flip, as is all women's MMA.
0: Roger that. All right. Short notice fight just getting cobbled together here. Last second. Featured prelim Brendan Allen 15 and 3 taking on Sean Strickland 21 and 3. Strickland making that quick turnaround from John Phillips. Brendan Allen same so long to Ian Heinish. And he decided I'm gonna I'm in shape for a reason. We got to pick and fight here at two and a half. Um full disclosure: my my sleeper picks for fights fights of the night are this fight, Brendan Allen versus Sean Strickland, and um, what you call it, Alex Morono versus Reese McKee. I know that you are you think Morono is going to thrash him. I think that's a sleeper for fight of the night. But this is my number one contender for fight of the night. Um, I think Brendan Allen versus Sean Strickland is going to be an absolute banger. I wondered how Sean Strickland was going to look post horrific knee injury, motorcycle wreck, and he came back and he looked great, and he looks comfortable at 185 pounds. Um, I, he's going to get a completely different look, though. Yeah. from brendan allen than he got with john phillips john phillips wanted to stand and bang brendan allen is not about that life he's gonna bang a little bit but he's gonna to try to take you down he's gonna to try to maul you um so we will see just how healthy and back sean strickland is
1: well it's a tough one too because it's it's not it's not a, it's at a catch weight of 195 and if you look at
0: 195
1: Yeah, and Brendan Allen's already a freaking massive 185. So when you look at 195, this guy's going to come in so big. We all know Brendan Allen's an explosive striker. He's also an amazing grappler. I think when he utilizes his strikes to set up his takedown, we saw him outwork people like Kyle Dawkins. He submitted Kevin Hall back in 2018. He's got grappling for days, and it's set up by that just ferocious striking. I think Brendan Allen is a tough test, especially with his frame in a 195. Strickland, you know, while he doesn't, he doesn't have the ring rust. Fighting two weeks ago, this is a this is a tall task for him for sure.
0: Gosh, he's gonna be banged up a little bit too from that fight. You don't think you ever get out of a fist fight completely unscathed? So, well, uh, he might said be the leaning. only thing
1: that hurt leaving was his
0: knuckles. So, but that's, I'm kind a, that's I'm a kind of, kind of, of Tommy, kind of Tommy tough guy. Shit, I don't think I hurt my knuckles. <laughs> Whatever, man. All right. Uh, I think that's it. That's all the fights, dude. We did them all. All right. Fantastic. All right. Outstanding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's no flow tonight. You know, there's no flow to the ad read. It's just all there's no transitions necessary.
1: I will it's, say, though, speaking of flow. Yeah. Have you been using any type of trimmers because you look very cultivated, may I say?
0: i don't know if it's necessarily cultivated but what i have done is a little trim up you know what i mean so I, I i admittedly i need to do a little bit more on this side as you can see i've got it peeled back a little bit but that's because i've got a i got a little rogue a little a uh, little uh rogue agent in there that's tickling the inside of the daggone uh, yeah so i'm gonna have to get that weed whacker from manscaped and use that 9,000 rpm engine and go ahead and z- 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 that thing out of there the problem is i got soft ear hair it's not thick and crispy it's soft so I got to like really find it, you know, what I mean, you can kind of chase away that that <laughs> from that that cutting head. But, you know, that 9000 RPMs gets it done. If you use code armchair, though, if you wanted to do that, um, if you use code armchair, it'll save you 20 percent and I'll get you free shipping on the entire thing. Wow! All right. And uh, last but not least, football's in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to make a new game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sports betting experts. All right, Trey. Listen, man, it's been a great show. I'm pumped. We gave a bunch of stuff away. We got some sweet, silky new duds from Allegiance Clothing. I had the listen. I'm, I'm going to take a picture of it since he and I did not. Um, I had the best New York strip steak from Stay Classy that I've ever had. Like they sent it to me, like they sent it to me, and I was like, mm, I love. I'm a ribeye guy, but I was like, I'll eat the strip steak now. And it was one. It was like yay thick, yeah, and it was well over. You had a
1: Goldie thick? Uh, it was pretty,
0: it was a mouthful and it was well over a pound. Um, and man, I just, you know, I ate myself into just the, the happiest little state. You know I mean? I felt like a warm little baby inside of a mama's belly, just safe and comfortable. It was awesome. I love awesome. So shout out to our show sponsor, state classic meats and allegiance. I absolutely love and adore each and every one of you. Um, the best way to support the show, guys, is by supporting our sponsors. So go and check them out. Uh, if you haven't done so, please leave us a review on iTunes. I don't know what else I need to do. I give you free stuff. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I'm begging. Maybe I'm pandering too much, and that's off-putting. So I won't say that. Just give us a review on iTunes. makes you eligible for beer money. Uh, we are going to do a beer money giveaway next week. Um, so you're going to want to tune into that. Um, as always with all prizes, short of the stay classy ones, if somebody doesn't claim it, then it rolls over to the next week and becomes part of the next week's prize pool. So it pays to listen to the show. Um, uh, if you can't leave us a review on iTunes, cause you listen to us on an Android device, you can review us at wherever you can. And if you can't review us at all, shoot us a, uh, a message via Instagram and we will add you to the list. Trey, we busted out the wheel last episode. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was an aggressive wheel.
0: Yes. 250 entries on the wheel.
1: Yeah. That's psycho.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'd like to add more names to the wheel. That's it. I want to give more stuff away. I, I just, I just do. It makes me feel good. I felt good. I felt the energy last week giving stuff away. I feel it now too. Um, it's you got season
1: end giving, man. That's what it, it is
0: the is season of giving. It is a Thanksgiving kind of season. People forget. You go Halloween straight to, straight to uh, what's what's the one after Thanksgiving? Christmas. And then you know you just forget about Thanksgiving. To me, Thanksgiving's my my jam. That's my favorite. Thanksgiving and Fourth of July are my two favorite holidays. Um, so yeah, those are my those are those are two days where all I do is eat and drink and be merry. So love it. Uh, I bought a golf cart this weekend. You did. I did.
1: saw that. It was green. Like the color yeah. of money, dude, you're clearly doing fine in this life.
0: I'm just saying, let but me you, do your it.
1: golf cart with your mustache, pinkies up. It's good to be Dale.
0: It is. Yeah, I just drive around and I drink mint and juleps <laughs> on my golf cart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got, I bought a golf cart, man. It was a, uh, you know, Facebook marketplace, man. I you just can't go wrong. Dude, you, can't, awesome. you, you can't go wrong on Facebook marketplace. So, uh, and it's the it's been the dominating source of the conversation in my house since Saturday. My kids will not stop talking about the golf cart. So it may, kind of makes me feel like dad of the year. So I really kind of just paid for my kids' affection and admiration, and I'm okay with that. I'll buy them whatever they want if they tell me I'm great.
1: You live the blueprint of the life that I want.
0: Listen, if you move out of California and come here to South <laughs> Carolina, I can hook you up.
1: Oh, dude, I pay the taxes for the weather. We all know that,
0: surf- bro. What are you talking about? Okay, minus surf. We've got the same weather here. It's more humid. I will give you that. But we, what's have, the same we have a lot more bugs. That's correct. We're built on a swamp. You're built in a desert. So
1: teach their own.
0: Teach their own. Okay. I'm 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 done trying to pitch you moving here. Um <laughs> Happy Marine Corps birthday to those of you uh, that served the United States Marine Corps or have fam- friends or family members that did happy Marine Corps birthday. Those of you that served this great nation of ours, uh, happy Veterans Day to you. And then, um, yeah, uh, I just I love and appreciate all you guys. Be good to each other, and we will talk to everybody this weekend. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.